Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Animal Addicts podcast. Like Area 51. We couldn't think of that while we were recording. I guess I should have said a lot of the animals we're talking about today are similar versus closely related, because Casey was not having that. But you'll see what I mean. We have two new super cool North American picks today, and our animal of the week is so awesome. So let's get to it. Episode 51 of the Animal Addicts podcast starts right now. Welcome to episode 51 of the Animal Addicts Podcast. As always, we're your host, Allie. And Casey. And today we have a whole new yowza of animals for you, because it's exciting that we're going to talk about exciting animals. Yes. Um, which I just realized are mostly closely related, kind of. <laughs> no, they are not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They're not, like, taxonomy-wise, but I mean, like, as far as the layman thinks of things, a lot of these are insane. Yes, and the layman is wrong. Okay, but we are also not just for biology majors, they're not, Casey. We are also for the layman. They're not closely related at all. I'm not saying, oh my god, never mind. <laughs> A normal person's version of closely related is wrong. to these. Oh my god. Anyway, okay. Um, but I don't have to ask you what happened since last I saw you, but tell us about the the they're just your best luck yeah so my appendix burst mm-hmm. full and burst not even like appendicitis like actually burst yeah it was perforated great <laughs> yeah so i was house sitting and then i went out for like coffee and take some pictures in my gown and stuff with my parents and i felt a little pressure it just felt like a rock in my stomach so i was anno- i was annoyed but i could deal with it throughout the day and then it's like all right, and just carried on, then went home, well, not home, to my aunt's where I was house-sitting. And then I could not sleep at all that night because any time I lay on my stomach, mm. I could not get comfortable any throughout the night, so I was completely sleepless. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, it moved down to the right lower right quadrant. Like the pain? Yes. Okay. Then I tried Tums and 7-Up, didn't help at all. I definitely suggested yogurt. And then when you texted me that you're a panic person, I'm like, oh, that yeah. wouldn't have helped. <laughs> yeah, I did eat yogurt, actually. Good. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Um, but then um, that didn't help, so I called Teladoc. Um, he described everything. He said I might have appendicitis. Mm-hmm. It's like you can go to the urgent care. If they're not able to see you for a couple hours, just go to the emergency room because it's not life-friendly. Like, you have to get it done with that an hour. But... Um, because I can't, you can't really get care for that at the urgent care. At urgent care, no, you have yeah, to no. emergency room for appendicitus. Yeah. And it's like a two-hour wait. And you still sit there for five hours. Even yeah, I was waiting for like three and a half hours mm-hmm. until I finally got admitted to a room, and which they told me my appendix burst. Did they have an idea of when it happened? No, but sometime yes, the day before. Oh my god! That's when my, you were walking around the entire day. Yeah, because they were telling nice. me that it often starts like around the belly button area, then goes to the lower right quadrant. Yeah, and that's common. And like my the doctor was even saying like a, a lot of times people assume it's like cruciating pain. And it's like sometimes it, you can be, bear with it, and it's like and that was my case. So yeah. wow, that's crazy. Yep. In the hospital, I was on started Friday, then finally released around Wednesday, mm-hmm. and 
apparently there were two other people that who also had appendicitis, but they told me none were perforated like quite like mine no, was. No, usually people get to it before it. Yeah. Yeah, bursts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so <laughs> I was I had to go home with the drain still in. And, oh no. Yeah, and got fun. got that removed a few days ago, and I still have a hole in my stomach. Really? They yeah. didn't stitch it up or anything? Nope. Nope, I have a little bandage over my hole in my stomach. <laughs> you have a second belly button. Yeah. Um, yeah, also they don't... Why don't they stitch that up? I'm so confused. It will eventually heal, which is why I have a bandage on it. But, for like, about... that's open to, like, the insides of you. It's not like getting yeah. your ears pierced. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I have a covering on it. It's a bandage thing. Is it a really small hole? Is that why? Yeah, it's, like, the tubing is, like around that. So I'm assuming so once small. the tube came out it got smaller anyway, right? I don't know. I didn't look at it when they pulled the tube out. I was in pain. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, like, that, don't that I'd probably puke at <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It's like the, they cut the stitch first around the tubing, it, which doesn't hurt at all. It's when they just yank yeah, it yeah, out. That, oh, oh, wow. Okay. They have to yank it out. And that is painful. I bet. Yeah. It's something inside of you that is suddenly not inside of you anymore. Yep. <laughs> Eh. Oh my lord! Yeah. That, just, uh, that just weirds me out. That they don't stitch that up and they just leave it. Yeah. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Does it bleed? Um, there's some drainage when I have to. I change the bandage every two days, and there's a bit of drainage there, but. But just like yeah. not blood, just like other loveliness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, apparently you can um, survive your appendix bursting for over a day. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Also, like my dad was like in dismay as like. Like, how does that happen? Because it's not even been a full calendar year since I've had my gallbladder removed. Yeah, I, yeah, it hasn't. Been. And when hasn't... I saw my primary care doctor, he's like, so you need anything else to come out? <laughs> I know. You've gotten rid of all the betrayer organs uh, at this point. Those are the two that usually fuck yeah. people up. Yeah, I, I've that made a light like, really joke need. with my sister, although it's not really like, just like, watch, I'm going to be like my father and get prostate cancer, have that removed too. <laughs> I uh, hope you have at least years till that becomes an issue. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no more no more organs betraying. But like I said, you got rid of the betrayal yeah. organs, so other stuff is usually. Well, more still have my tonsils there. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I feel and like they're not as big a problem yeah. though. As also, I told my some of my other friends I lost like twelve pounds during the time I was in the I hospital. Because, like, the day that my stomach was hurting, I ate, like, nothing but that right. coffee. And the following day, I didn't eat breakfast. All I had was um, that yogurt. <laughs> and then they jokingly made the talk is, like, Casey, uh, taking having your organs removed is not a viable weight loss solution. <laughs> That's true. You probably lost, like, what, a pound or so? Yeah. Oh, how much did those weigh? <laughs> I have no clue. You're like, ugh, I can't drop these last few five pounds. Let's remove organs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. Well. And I won't be back to normal, my doctor said, till August 6th. Mean, meaning that you can do, like, pick things up and yeah. like, run around and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I can't go, like, swimming. I can't submerge it. I can shower finally, normally again. Oh. Oh, yeah, because it was a pain having that drain while I was taking a shower. I could only shower, like, two days a week. Why? Because they don't want water going up in it? Yeah, I guess so. It's They said it's fine. It's just because my gauze, I have a limited amount of them. Okay, that is the dumbest reason. <laughs> you can't go to a pharmacy and get more? 
No, because it's like this special drainage pad oh. that surrounds it. So I only had a few. That yeah, I had like me. four, so I changed them out like every. You would think they'd days. want you to stay nice and clean mm -hmm. when you have something draining out of your yeah. body. American healthcare system, <laughs> yay! But um, what really sucked is that because I didn't have like the gauze and the pad to around it, the tube wanted to go back in. Oh god! And there's this like little wire stitching around the tube, so it hurt. Oh, so it pulls on it all the time. Yeah, like it was trying to go back into my abdomen and that wire would come in contact with the wound so it would hurt. Oh, I thought I'd sit there and hold that sucker. I'd be like, no, we're not doing this today. <laughs> yeah. So is it weird like if you sit up and you have to use your abs at all? Like is that yeah, problematic? It, yeah, I need to be careful of that because I don't want to get a cyst in my abdomen and then get that drain put back in. Ugh. No, what a mess. Yeah, they said that's not common, but it's just something to be aware of. So they have to do the drain because it burst? Because I feel like usually they just take the appendix out and then they just close you up, right? I guess you don't know because you didn't. Well, you didn't like <laughs> they were telling the most of the time, ones. most of the time that you don't go home with the drain, but because in my case, I did have to go home with the drain. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's to remove any fluids and prevent um, assists from forming. But that's the fluids that have already leaked into the rest of your body cavity, right? Yeah. Okay, I have a feeling you don't have to, but if you get it removed before it bursts, but mm -hmm. who knows? Uh, yeah. That's like one of my fears because that's just a ticking time bomb one. Like if you get appendicitis, like you, well, apparently you can go days, but like usually it's like you have like eight hours to deal with this or mm -hmm. you'll die. <laughs> um, and I'm always like, what if you're out camping and you can't get yeah. somewhere? Oh, that was what was worse is because it was literally the day before our vacation. Yeah, your vacation. Started. Yeah, so. Yeah, I literally remember I was like, oh, when do you get back? Because <laughs> we have to record and stuff and like, oh, have fun on your vacation. And you're like, yeah. oh, maybe my stomach's bugging me. And I'm like, try some yogurt. Yeah, so I couldn't go. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so yeah. my appendix first. Yep. Also, I was shocked you were able to text from the hospital. I'm like, this mm -hmm. is a serious situation. Why are you texting me? Mm -hmm. And then you text me, got out of surgery. I'm like, how are you like lucid enough to text me back? Yeah, it's like that. I actually remember this time coming out of it. It's like, it's like, oh again? yeah, no, I didn't. Okay. I was like, I remember. I'm trained in this now. <laughs> I know because to stay calm. The same and I saw here. the guy next to me. He was like fighting. It's like, like first calm time? down, buddy. <laughs> meme <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh so, my yeah. gosh yeah and then your vacation got ruined yeah. i was gonna ask that too i'm like i'm guessing you had to cancel the whole thing because you can't do anything well i didn't go months. they still went oh that sucks yeah i told them to and i was like i yelled at my mom I was like quit crying go down <laughs> quit crying yes because <laughs> she was concerned for you or? like she did she was like i don't want you to be mad at me <laughs> it's like i'm not gonna be mad at you unless you fucking stay <laughs> go damn it but they um did try when they were at monterey the aquarium they tried to give me a little video tour of the aquariums but it kept on cutting in and out because we were running out of internet oh, okay. and just because they were inside and stuff right it's inside yeah hmm. all right well we'll have to add that to a podcast field trip that we're definitely going to start doing at some point um yeah. and that's you that's like more than a day trip mm -hmm. <laughs> it's pretty far up there yeah anyway all right well um they're visiting aquariums and zoos kind mm -hmm. of segues into I played Planet Zoo for a little while. I envy you. And um, I've had this thing for like over, whenever it came out, it was like not that long after. Maybe I got it. Have you got to any of the expansions? No. Yeah, there's like three I now. I played it like three times because it's a learning curve. So I used to use Zoo Tycoon, which yeah. is far simpler. Mm -hmm. And Planet Zoo also like 
oh my god, the graphics are amazing. Mm -hmm. And like the Baird's Tapir is one of them. They're mm -hmm. also really easy. And the baby's so cute. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. And then you get like really close to it. I'm like, these graphics are amazing. Yeah. I um, watch um, game. I used to watch a bunch of gameplays for it. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Maybe I should do that. Then I know how to do things. Mm -hmm. Cause I And then I don't play it often enough. So then when I go back to it, I forgot what I had learned the last time. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, God, what yeah. are the controls? How do I do this? How do you keep this animal happy? How do you do this? So, like, I haven't done any of the really cool stuff with it, but I started learning some of it and, yeah. like, customizing like, some stuff. My sisters gave me money for it because they didn't know, like, how Steam worked and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then I eventually bought it, but then I had to return it because my computer is very janky and it was incredibly slow and could not it. load it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not and surprised. I can't just go out and buy a new computer. <laughs> Yeah, it, you must need a good graphic card for that, which mm -hmm. I don't think that computer has that great a graphic card, but mm -hmm. apparently it's good enough. Yeah. But anyway, so I played that. I did not have the time to do this, by the way, mm -hmm. but I did it anyway because it was mm, – work has been shitty, mm -hmm. and then I get home and I'm like, fuck everything. Mm -hmm. I want to do nothing, and I'm like, I'm going to do this for a little while because I just don't want to think about the world. So anyway, but yeah, so Plants do really fun. I just really want to have time where I can like actually play it like a few days mm -hmm. in a row so I can actually remember things and learn how to do it. Because like the possibilities I feel like are endless with it. It's so cool. It's so cool, dude. Yep. Anyway, but we should probably move in. Um, move in? Move, move on. on. <laughs> Some word. Oh, and I did get oh. a new lanyard from Monterey Aquarium oh, that my cute. sister bought oh, me. Oh, a little pin. Yeah, there's a sea otter <gasps> pin. This pin is so cute. Yeah, they also got me like this otter mug too, Aww. and a shirt from the aquarium. That's good. Yeah. That's such a cute little pin. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, Disney pin collector here. Like that's mm. adorable. Oh my all gosh. places are doing that you now. You should get. I know they all are. The park is too, <laughs> yeah. and I don't really like theirs. But um, yeah. but Disney has. Oh gosh, what what is it? It's from. Finding Dory, the otters that are at that aquarium, which is basically based off the Monterey Aquarium. <laughs> um, anyway, it's really mm. cute. I forgot what it says, but it's so cute. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, well, let's move on into the things that uh, we wanted to talk about today. Yes. And what is yours, Casey? A new frog species was recently discovered. Where? And what? Oh my gosh, you have a lot on this. Okay, yes. I'm going to sit back and chill. You take <laughs> it away. Yes, so. Recently, a German herpetologist, Raphael Ernst, recently found a new species of frog in the Amazon rainforest that he has named the zombie frog. Oh, God. Because he just like zombies or because of something about this frog? That's Hold on. Like, oh, God. Okay. So it is a small orange-spotted species that is only about an inch and a half long. I need to bring a ruler with me to these. It's about your thumb. Yeah. It's not that big. It's like that-ish. Yeah. Now, it got its name because when they were in the field, Ernst heard a sound that he could tell was an amphibian, but wasn't like species he knew of. Then he cut down on his knees and went pawing through the mud in order to find it. So it was the researcher that looked for looked more like zombies while looking it rather than the frog. Oh, because they were like blindly, okay. Yep. This poor little frog is like, I'm just trying to hide and you're like attacking yeah. me. So the newly discovered frog belongs to the genus Synapteranus. And they found it in Guyana while Ernst was doing field studies for his PhD. Okay. In a paper the team published, they found two other species of the same genus. They described them as fossorial Amazonian frogs. Fossorial re refers to them being ground-dwelling diggers. And the paper also mentions that the team suspects there may be six times more species than described in that region. I mean, that's not surprising. Yeah. 
And is this a like inhabited type area, or is this like off in the boonies in the Amazon? I have no clue. Okay, I'm sure the more in the boonies you go, the more stuff we don't know about. Yeah, probably. Now, not much is known about the new species other than they are small nocturnal species that primarily live underground. Males will make mating calls only after there have been heavy rains, which makes them difficult to locate. Mm, okay. And it is important to learn about this species, especially since already about 70% of amphibians are threatened with extinction. Mm-hmm. Amphibians like frogs serve as an indicator species for how the environment is doing, primarily because they're bodies are very permeable to any toxins in the environment and makes it more important to study the species given we are constantly losing species and at a rate currently we are losing many more than than can even be described and the amazon is being put under increased pressure from mining the timber industry and logging as well as poaching and other infrastructure projects which will put these newly discovered species under more risk due to them being so sensitive Mm, yeah and for a sense of scale, in 2020, 7,000 square miles was deforested. And just in May of this year, 455 square miles were deforested. Whoa. Mm-hmm. You know what I love so much, and I'm being very facetious when I say this? What? Um, the billionaire dick measuring contest going into space when they could use that money to literally save the fucking rainforest. Yeah. Or feed everybody. Like, solve so many problems. Mm-hmm. But no, we need to go wee-wee into space for like two seconds. Yes, and the federal government's giving money to do it. I know. That's the worst part. I'm like, no, you have all of your money. You're making yeah. it off the backs of all your workers that you don't pay a living wage. It also costs the government money because then they have to subsidize it. Yep. <laughs> because you don't pay a living wage. Mm-hmm. That's not, no. Oh, my God. Anyway, it just drives me nuts. I'm like, do you yes. have any problems? That, also, like, climate change could be solved with your money. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, why do you have, we know you're compensating. <laughs> Oh, and it, like, it's, do you saw the, like, Austin Powers reference? I'm like, 100%. This yes. is, like, this is like Austin Powers predicting the future. Yeah. It's a giant Woody. <laughs> Dick, would you look at that? Like, I even saw this one professional news saying, it's like, just how phallic it is. It's like, so dumb. <sighs> anyway, it just drives me nuts. We hear things like that, and just like, okay, yep, let's just throw that money away. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Anywho... All right, well, in other good news, um, the uh, I do kind of like the way they've done this article, though. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. I mean, the headline. Unvaccinated snow leopard at San Diego Zoo catches COVID-19. Um, because I just feel like it's like, a, hey, unvaccinated people who are idiots. Now, some people actually can't get vaccinated, but that yeah. is not the case for most people. And, like, all these people dying and spreading COVID now are all the unvaccinated people. Oh, yeah, that's one thing I forgot to mention is, like... Just how understaffed the hospital is. They've been dealing with it for over a year. Yeah. It's exhausting. And now with this new, another wave coming, it's like there's going to be even more leaving the profession. It's like, we're fucked. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Even at work, people give us so much shit. It's like, we stopped. It's over. I'm like, it's very much not over. Yeah. So, because of idiots like you who won't get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Anyway. When, like, over 95% of those being admitted for serious COVID is the unvaccinated. Yeah, I have zero sympathy. But now with the new Delta variant, like 20, now it's 20% are vaccinated individuals in LA. They're just not getting, you know, severe, severe. But um, anyway, so, but yeah, so the snow leopard, Ramil, 
Ramil? I don't know how we say his name. I'd have to go ask them. Um, a nine-year-old male had a cough and a runny nose, poor guy, and two tests confirmed the presence of the coronavirus. Also, I did not realize, does he only have one eye or is he Yeah, he, he has one eye. I just have not looked at them that closely, I guess, down there. Mm-hmm. I don't know the animals' names at the parks, except for some of the gorillas. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's basically the entire story, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they, do, they were giving some vaccinations to other animals, especially... Um, gorillas because obviously the park the gorillas were infected and um and big cats it seems like big cats gorillas any primate really and then um and the big kitties are the most susceptible so they have been vaccinating them at zoos all over the place Mm -hmm. um but this little guy i don't know why he didn't get a vaccine if cats were a big focus but it doesn't go into that, so I don't know. Um, anyway, then they also assume because he shares an enclosure with another snow leopard and then two armor leopards, um, they assume that they've been exposed. So they're they're quarantined now, so if you're going to the zoo, you're not going to see them. <laughs> not if you see any of them because also technically those are all kind of connected because that Passover. Yep. So if that was open, you were not seeing any leopards, period, yeah. right now. So anyway, I haven't been there in forever. Um, I went there two months ago. I, think. I do have my birthday off, so I'm somewhat debating. When, when did we do that? My birthday off? Was that two years ago? Three years ago? I think. That was that was the wasn't that the um, Teddy Graham's day? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, but yes. So yay though for the the vaccine that does exist for all the animals. Unfortunately, um, Ramil has not gotten it. But so far, he just has a runny nose infection, and I haven't heard of any animals dying from it. They just get usually upper respiratory mm-hmm. type issues. So anyway, um, so yeah, be careful and don't be idiots because mm-hmm. you could spread it to someone who could spread it to a snow leopard. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, but not really a segue. You know you know where the San Diego Zoo is located, Casey? In San Diego. It is, and where's San Diego located? In California. Yeah, it, where's California located? In the United States. <laughs> where's the United States located? In North America. Yeah, we got there. <laughs> so, um, oh my gosh, I have to say this. Oh, okay. It was so cringy of it. Like, there's like this TikTok video. It's like a guy goes out, asks like K through twelve, not K, even K through twelve, it's K through five mm-hmm. <laughs> questions, and one of them was like, "What continent?" Um, they were in, I think, uh, Virginia. What continent is Virginia in? Said continent. They say U.S. Yes, they did. Uh-huh. I mean, little kids, though, are going to make those kids. mistakes. Okay. They're like Fifth teenagers. Fifth grade is though. 10. Fifth grade is 10. Mm-hmm. That's not a teenager, Casey. That's still a little No, kid. like, these are questions for kids, oh. but they're asking older people who are, like, closer to our age. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, that's bad. I see yeah. what you're saying. Questions that anyone would know. That's mm-hmm. also like, yeah, a 10 year old should know that. Well, it's like, also reminds me of this girl that I was talking about. I was like, this is how the US educational system is failing us. I'm from Texas. I used to ask, why is the climate of Alaska and Hawaii so different when they're right next to each other? <laughs> you said that one too. And it's like, how? I don't know who thinks that because I. I, I guarantee a lot. I I'm just, positive it's a lot. I can't. I don't. Well, that goes to that, like, um, the like beauty pageant, like, and maps. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they people, have to be coached. Don't have maps. Please tell me those people are coached to be so dumb. 
I think it's a panic. I think uh, it's a panic. You like your spotlights on you and your brain just shuts yeah. down. Anyway, I think that can happen with some of those like game show type, not game show, but like those kind of things where they ask people things on the yeah. street too because you get nervous and you get like, because we, in, in Spelling Bee, we had people misspell cow in Mexico, like legitimately. Very mm. easy words to spell, but you can do it because you get yeah. nervous. But anyway, no, but Americans are pretty, pretty dumb in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Not actually like probably, I don't know, a lot of Americans are not that dumb, but. It is terrifying. In general. I'm sure you could go to England, though, and have plenty of idiots over there as well. Yeah. I think everywhere. Even places with better educational systems. Yeah. You're going to find them. Anyway, but back to... (laughs) Good job. You know what um, continent (laughs) California is in. Um, North America. it It was Casey's turn to choose a category, and once again... Goes for a broad category that apparently was broader to begin with. Yes, um, I chose North yes. American reptiles. There you go, North American reptiles, and I struggled. Yes, and it was initially North American herps. I would have chosen a reptile, honestly. Yeah. Anyway, I'd be like, sticking with this. But anyway, tell us about yours, who I also love. Yes. So my pick is the desert tortoise, or sometimes called the... Mojave Desert Tortoise. I must also say I love driving through deserty areas and seeing the turtle crossing signs. Mm. It's so cute. I haven't like, been through a legit desert in so long, so I haven't seen them. Oh, okay. They're mm. not everywhere, but anyway, continue. I've been up to Idlewild and seen the ID crossing signs. The what crossing? Idy. It's like their Bigfoot. There's oh. like this warning sign and then this funny Bigfoot I figure like on it. I that must be newer because we used to have a cabin up there. and I There used to be there. more, not as many now. Okay. Um. But yeah, they used to have a lot more of them. Not so much anymore. I bet people thought it was real. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, there are states where Bigfoot's a protected species. I mean, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Well, obviously, because it's clearly critically endangered. <laughs> yeah. So is Nessie. Oh, my God. Only one of her kind. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yes, yeah, so it lives in the Mojave and Sonoran Deserts. Encapsulating southeastern California, northwestern Arizona, southwestern Utah, and southern Nevada. Mm-hmm. It ranges from 22 to 38 centimeters long and weighs about 3.5 to 7 kilograms. Oh, okay. Yes, and it is California's state reptile. It is. That yes, was in my question, sort mm-hmm. of. It was an actually not actual one, but I learned it when I looked at that. Yes. And like the majority of other tortoises, they are herbivorous and feed on herbs, grasses, cactus, and other flowering plants. Okay. Occasionally, they will chew on the bones of dead animals in order to obtain some calcium. Oh, my God. Yes. That sounds terrifying. You're in a <laughs> desert, and there's a tortoise chewing on some bones. You're like, yeah. this is a fucked up <laughs> Yes. And like all tortoises, they are very slow-growing animals, as they don't reach sexual maturity until they're about 15 to 20 years of age. Oh, okay. And they can live from 50 to 80 years old. Nice. And they are very elusive and hard to find in the wild since they spend up to 95% of their time underground. Wow, that's why I never see it. Yes. <laughs> At the park. Yes, the burrows can be one and a half meters long and a few centimeters deep in the spring and summer months. Their winter burrows are considerably larger, usually about 2.4 meters long and can be up to a meter deep. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And they can hibernate up to nine months each year depending on the weather conditions. Dang. And they will dig these burrows using straw claws on their forelimbs. 
and these burrows can be taken up by other residents, such as the burrowing owl. <laughs> Who likes to steal other people's burrows. Yes, fun fact, I went to the safari park recently. Mm -hmm. One of the burrowing owls was going after the tortoise. You said that, I think. It was <laughs> yeah. attacking him, right? Yeah, it was going for the head. I've like... never seen that before. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes our cats would try to do that with our, with our box turtles. It's like, oh, yeah. it's going to bite you one time, and you're going to lose a friggin' toe. <laughs> now I'm thinking about that video where the dog's just looking at the turtle, and it bites its nose. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to, I luckily have not been bit, mm -hmm. um, but yeah. it, you don't want to be bit by a turtle. Yeah. And despite being a relatively small tortoise species, they can travel up to a kilometer per day as an adult. Wow. Mm -hmm. While juveniles usually travel no more than 50 meters from their burrow. Okay. And males will actually just with each other for access to females and attempt to flip each other over onto their backs. Right, yeah. <laughs> And after mating, the female can actually retain the male's sperm for up to eight years and still lay fertilized eggs. Oh my God. Yep. You better be careful if you get, I mean, you shouldn't have a desert tortoise, but are most tortoises like that? Oh my God, you're gonna have babies all yeah, the time. I've thought about when I have, if I were to have a place my own adopting one. Yeah. Yeah. And they are listed as threatened under both the Federal and California Endangered Species Act. They are listed as vulnerable by the IUCN Red List. The major threat to them is urban development as more people move into the western deserts. This brings along more ravens as well, and they tend to, because they tend to follow people, and they will prey on tortoise hatchlings. Oh, hatchlings, okay. Yeah. There are also a high frequency of bacterial infections that may be due to people releasing their pet tortoises into the wild. Mmm, that sucks. Yes. And I imagine also with urbanization, they'll just get run over by cars. Yes, that's possible too. Anyway. Oh my God, did you see that really sad one hmm. from, I think it was Yosemite, of the dead baby bear cub with the mom standing over it? Oh yeah. Oh my God, that was so sad. And everyone kept posting it. I'm like, it's important, but I want to stop needing <laughs> to cry. Anyway. Um, well, I struggled. I just, I have learned from the, the process of this podcast and just life in general, I'm, I have massive commitment issues um, and I have trouble making decisions. So I decided, I was like, you know what? He picked a tortoise, turtles are my favorite. I'm gonna not do a turtle or tortoise. And I was like, I was thinking of a snake and I was like, we're gonna go lizard. Mm -hmm. And there was one beautiful lizard I saw out in Alcaliente when we were camping one time and I was trying to figure out what that lizard was. As best I can tell, it might've been a Western fence lizard, but either way, the Western fence lizards, I'm pretty sure the ones I have conversations with at home all the time and have run over with the trash cans a couple times. So now my process of taking the trash down is smack the trash can for a while and then like gently move it back so that hopefully they leave before mm -hmm. I run them over and take their tail out or kill them. Anyway, but they're so cute and I talk to them all the time and they're and the little babies. Also, I just need to note that what? I find it funny that you picked like one of the most commonly The most basic. <laughs> I know. The most basic thing. But because... Well, by chance, it's not completely basic. Okay, great. <laughs> but yeah. it is. It's literally like a common thing that you see everywhere. Yeah. If you go on iNaturalist, I don't know about all animals in San Diego County, but for reptiles, it's the most commonly spotted. Oh, I'm sure. We see them <laughs> all the time. But yeah. they're so cute. And like, that's my weird like Disney princess ass that's like, I want to I wanna talk about animals I interact with. And I talk to these little guys, and sometimes they're really cute. Anyway, so we're going to get into them now. But it was just, it was a struggle also trying to figure out what they are. But I think that that one beautiful one, because it looks like sometimes these can have like gorgeous coloring. I don't know. And the one place I was looking, just they had... Just on their 
belly. other bellies mostly. Yeah. But and yeah, but males. I was trying to figure out what the um what that lizard was in Aguacaliente because it was so gorgeous. But anyway. Mm. Okay, as usual, I'm going to butcher this. So the western fence lizard, the scientific name is Scoloporus occidentalis. I feel like that's actually pretty yeah, close. Yeah, not bad. All right, most <laughs> commonly found in California, of course, but also live in Oregon, Nevada, Idaho, Utah, and Baja, California. They live in a variety of habitats, including grasslands, sagebrush, chaparral, woodland, and conifer forests. What are conifer? Are they the, the pine cone types? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I learned something. Yay, go me. Yep. <laughs> they can get up to 21 centimeters long, but usually they're little babies and then the youngins, yeah. and they're just so cute. Anyway, um, their body is covered with small spiny scales, and adult males have a blue coloration on their stomach and throat that they use to attract females. I was watching one video of one of them doing their little push-up push-ups. Push-ups, yeah. <laughs> I see them doing it all the There's time in my yard. Constantly. Tiger really <laughs> likes to watch them do it, too. Anyway, um, they are a predatory species that feeds on a variety of invertebrates, including beetles, ants, flies, caterpillars, and spiders. Everyone should like lizards. They're awesome. <laughs> One unique characteristic about this species is that they have a protein in their blood that kills the bacteria that causes Lyme disease. Oh, I saw that about them. That's yep. so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, so when a tick feeds on the blood of a fence lizard, the lizard's blood kills the bacteria in the tick and it lo no longer can transmit Lyme disease. So you want to live in a place with fence lizards. Yes. Because then if a chick jumps, a chick, if a chick <laughs> jumps on you or your dog yeah. or cat or whatever, less likely to get Lyme mm. disease. So little superhero lizards. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, their present may be a double-edged sword when it comes to, you're just going to laugh at me now because I got yeah. excited. <laughs> Oh, great. Their presence may be a double... Do I read this ahead of time? Never. No. Nope. Um, their presence may be a double-edged sword when it comes to disease ecology involving Lyme disease. They may have an immunity and can cure Lyme disease in ticks, but experiments show that when western fence lizards were experimentally removed from an area, the overall tick population declined. It seems that ticks were not able to find new hosts to feed on, or rather than move on to mammal hosts, they moved on to another reptile host that's hard to locate, like the alligator. Like the alligator lizard or not? Yeah, alligator lizard. Okay, we don't have alligators. There was no lizard after alligator. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you mean alligator lizard. Yeah. Those, I've seen those two, they're mean. I just, I remember them in Vice. My uncle caught one once and then texted my mom asking if I wanted it. Oh my gosh. I remember them back growing up and they were just like, they yeah. like hit, they're like mean. Yeah. Anyway. I also remember one time somebody brought in, when I worked at a pet store, somebody brought in a western fence litter they're asking me how, um, how to take care of it and to do like a setup and stuff. I remember that, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm, that used to happen. Anyway, so um, that's hard to locate, yeah. like the alligator lizard. <laughs> yes, and they also have an immune system response to Lyme disease. Nice. This indicates that the presence of these lizards may help maintain a larger population of ticks. Yay. Um, <laughs> they are listed as least concerned by the IUCN Red List and populations are stable. I just talk to them all the time, and it's mm. so cute. Like, I went on my walk the other day, and there must it must be baby season for them. I don't know, because, like, constantly little babies just, like, scurrying away. And I'm like, oh, hi, mm -hmm. little guy. And every time I do the trash, I'm like, you need to move. And sometimes they're dumb, and they, like, stay stay there. And I'm like, no, you need to. I'm hitting the trash can, so you will leave. And then they and I try to move the trash can, and they try to chase it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Go and that way. <laughs> where I, at my yard, they Bolt anytime I get near them. Oh, yeah, it's like, I'll try to take a picture, and it's like, nope. Boop. 
They're pretty quick. You don't get to, like, try to pull out a camera. No. I just talk to them. I, I mean, would have to use my actual camera. They run. Which I'm too lazy to get. But they're just yeah. so cute, and I really love them, and I feel like they just have fun little personalized, and their little push-ups are just so cute. Mm. I love them. Anyway, but that brings us, Casey, to our Animal of the Week. Yes, it does. And this is our listener's choice. Um, also, I approve. Me anyway, too. Our Animal of the Week is... The axolotl. They're so cute. You know what they are, even if you don't know what they are. I think Do they've you? also made like little cartoons out of them. Isn't that like a? It might be. Like who made? There's a little cartoon of it, but who makes it? I don't know. I, it probably came out of Japan because I feel like all that <laughs> stuff comes out of Japan. But anyway, um, but they're really cute. Tell us about them. Yes. So these guys come to the order Urodella. 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 U R O D E L A. Urica. Urica. Okay. Ardella. Yes, and they come from the family Ambistomatidae. Which is? Basically, a certain group of salamanders, okay, which includes tiger salamanders. Okay, cool. Yes. And the species' scientific name is Ambistoma mexicanum. <laughs> that one definitely sounds like a spell. Yeah. So these guys are endemic to Lake Chalco and Lake Xochimilco. <laughs> <laughs> I also spelled out, wrote out the actual pronunciation. Nice. <laughs> Which is located near Mexico City. Okay. Yes. These guys have a life expectancy of 10 to 15 years. They're about 15 to 30 centimeters in length. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. And there are opportunistic carnivores that feed on a live, large variety of prey items like earthworms, insect larvae, mollusks, crustaceans, and some small fish. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the name comes from the native Aztec language and translates to some variation of water servant, water sprite, or water dog. That's cute. I like water sprite personally the most. Same. <laughs> this refers to the Aztec god Solatl, and brother of Quetzalcoatl, and was the patron of the dead and resurrected. Okay. One lore states that Solatl turned into an axolotl in order to avoid being banished. Okay. That's just a little fun fact. All right. Like, I feel like I'd have to know a lot more about that story to understand that, but okay. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. too many myths to follow. <laughs> a unique trait is that this species retains many larval features as adults, such as its gills and a dorsal fin, which most salamanders will lose during metamorphosis. Mm, okay. And this is a condition known as neoteny. Neoteny. That's yes. the condition of them not losing their juvenile That is stuff. where, as an adult, they keep their juvenile characteristics. Oh, okay. Yes. This neoteny may have been the driver of speciation event from its common ancestor with tiger salamanders. Okay. Neoteny is one way for speciation events to happen, but it does, it's very rare. Okay. Yep. And some suspect that's what happened with us and the other great apes. Because apparently, to some baby chimps and bonobos look similar to us. They do. Yep. Have you not, even if you look at like a gorilla, like there's all of them that yes. look similar. Yes. Anyway, continue. They remind you too much of people. They do. I know. <laughs> but babies are okay. It's the... Yeah. And as a result of this condition, the axolotl lives permanently in water. And in very rare cases, some will undergo metamorphosis and be able to leave the water like permanently or like just like step out for a bit they can leave and go to another water source but they're amphibians so they have to be, have close. To be near water yeah. yeah but they can actually leave and breathe air 
Because they do have lungs, but they're useless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. And in the lab, experiments have demonstrated that metamorphosis can be induced by injecting the axolotl with thyroid hormones. Oh my gosh, that doesn't mm -hmm. seem like a good choice. Yeah. And they are an important species for researchers and that it has been used to study things such as gene expressions, embryology, neurobiology, and regeneration. They regenerate stuff? Yes. Whoa. Cool. It has among the most amazing regenerative abilities, especially among, invertebrate, okay. among vertebrates. All right, all right. They can regenerate the limbs, lungs, heart, jaws, and even certain parts of their brain. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yep. They have demonstrated they can regrow a limb up to five times without major flaws to it. <gasps> and it occurs within just a few weeks without even leaving a scar. What? Mm-hmm. And many different types of tissues can be regenerated, including skin, bone, cartilage, organ, muscle, and even stem cells. That is insane. These are the real superhero little guys. Yes, yes their organs can be regenerated and maintain their function with scientists. Uh, and scientists are hoping to apply the, this to human medicine. That obviously makes sense, yeah. Yes. And other medical studies have found that they are more than a thousand times more resistant to cancer than mammals. Wow. Mm-hmm. They are most one of the most well-studied um, organisms in a lab. Well, it makes sense because well, it also makes me sad for them, but <laughs> it makes sense because they have so many crazy unique features. Yes, they are listed under Appendix Two by CITES. Okay. And they are listed as critically endangered by the IUCN Red List. One threat is the introduction of large fish because these guys were initially the top predators of their mm -hmm. ecosystem. Okay. But now with these fish being introduced, sometimes they're preyed upon and as well as their offspring. Okay. Mm -hmm. Another major threat is draining water from their lake habitat and contamination due to water demands of Mexico City. Mm -hmm. To combat this, some conservations have built shelters out of rocks and reeds plants that work to help filter the water. Oh, okay. And also just these guys are common, well, somewhat common in the pet trade. Yeah, that makes sense. But not in California because it's illegal. Are they, I would imagine, are they difficult to maintain though? The water quality is the main thing you have to worry about with these guys. Okay. Because um, when it comes to feeding, they're not particularly picky, so you can feed them pretty easily. Major concern is just making sure that water quality stays very pristine because hmm. they're amphibians, so any kind of toxins in the water will go through the skin, as well as the fact that they still have gills, so you have to be cautious of that. Wow. Okay. Also, you don't want like certain substrates in there because they can become easily impacted. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Well. Yeah. They belong to a protected family here in the state of California, so you can't own one. But there is one called a, a salamander that's in a separate family called a mud puppy, and you can own those in California. So cute sounding. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah, so they're awesome, and I'm going to butcher... Oh. oh, yeah? One last thing. If you live in Southern California, the San Diego Zoo's new children's zoo will have axolotls when it opens. They will? Yes. I thought it was open already. Not not the new one. Not the children's zoo. I know. I want to see. They've been working on that. I mean, COVID happened. <laughs> yeah. But like, been it still says on the so website 2021. Long. That's like, really? Is it though? It's kind of like Africa Rocks. When it was oh, like yeah. I remember. In, I think they used to have a sign up at the park and it was like coming in June and it was like July. Like, yeah. I think well, it's the, time to take this there down. was like a fine print. It's like only certain parts. <laughs> not really a fine print, but that's how it, yeah. it opened up in sections. 
anyway, mm-hmm. I was like, just take it down. Just you yeah. didn't meet you didn't meet your goals. That's fine. Just like <laughs> don't stop. Anyway, all right. Well, um, we're about to go into our calendar. Our, our calendar. Oh my lord! I thought you were going to say calendar. Into our calendar. Surprise, everyone! We're doing an analytics calendar. Don't get your hopes up. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, all right. So we're about to move into our challenge. Alrighty. And this is my segue, Casey. Oh boy. What is a lizard's favorite game show? I do not know. Who wants to be a chameleonaire? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, because they're they're rich and they're chameleon. Anyway, okay. chameleons are assholes. They're so cute, though. Yeah. If I wouldn't kill it accidentally, I want one. Uh, anyway, okay. So we are going to do our first Jeopardy of season two. We're going to track our money this time. Your money. Uh, We're still sticking with the same weird 100, 200, 300, whatever situation. So you can't get that rich on this. Sorry. We have four categories, five questions per category. And you do get to move on when you get the first one wrong, which will definitely happen on a couple of these, I think. Um, I actually think you're going to do pretty well in this because this is really not that difficult. Alrighty. I, I kind of I softballed it. Um, anyway, and we're 10 minutes is what we've decided, right? Those are our new yeah. rules? Okay. All right. So I will tell you your categories in advance. Ready? Your categories are animal or drink. <laughs> As I've said before, non-Disney animated films, asterisks, Non-Disney when they were first released because Disney now owns everything, which is kind of terrifying that one company owns almost all of entertainment. But anyway, um, but at the time, they were non-Disney owned. Um, What is the animal in English? What is this animal, I should say, in English? Okay. We're going to test your your foreign language skills. (laughs) All right. Is it in Espanol? Nope. I wasn't going to make it in English. No. (laughs) Dramatic. Okay. Um, anyway, all right. Are you ready? No, but I'm going to. Okay. And go. Where are you starting? Animal or drink? Animal or drink. First one. A spritz. Is this a drink or an animal? It's a drink. Good job. Drink. Drink. Okay. Animal or drink. And illusion. An illusion? Mm-hmm. Drink. Oh no, animal. It's a horse. Oh, oh horse shit. <laughs> animal or drink? Uh, a blue lacy. Blue lacy. Mm-hmm. I'm going with animal. Good job. It's a dog, and it's very weird, and they kind of look like a lab, and I did not know that was a thing. Hey. Anyway, okay. This, animal or drink? This is easy. A Moscow mule. <laughs> animal. No. Wait, what? That's a drink? You are not a Moscow mule? No. I'm shocked. That was like, oh, that was an obvious one. Okay. Wait. All right, next one, I assume, is what yeah. you want. Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. I'm going with animal. That's a drink. What the hell? Tennessee Walker is a horse, but I'm shocked. I thought that was going to go better. Okay, right. what's the next category you want? As I said before, non-Disney or the what is this animal? Non-Disney because I'm going to screw up. Okay, great. So this you will get this one, I hope. The name of this character, voiced by Eddie Murphy in Shrek, is also the type of animal that it is. Don't care. <laughs> What is the name of the titular character in the movie about a hybrid dog that brings diphtheria serum to Nome, Alaska? We have talked about that <laughs> many times. What's his name? Or yeah. what's his name? Oh my gosh! See, I remember Jindo. Now I forgot that. <laughs> Do you remember that question? 
what is the national animal <laughs> d- dog national of, of South Korea? South Korea national monument, whatever it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know this one. Okay. Balto. Bal- All right. Like Baltimore. Oh, my gosh. All right. In an American tale, this catchy song proudly proca- proclaims that there are no blank in America. There are no blank in America? Mm-hmm. America's tale? What is Yeah, the blank is an animal name or a type of animal. There ain't no blank. <laughs> there ain't no. It's, there are no. There are no. They use real snakes? English. Oh my gosh. Okay, we'll come back and do right answers. I should have not been doing this this whole time. All right. I don't know if you're going to get this or not. The Blank Princess, released in 1994, was based off of a famous ballet. The Blank Princess? Mm hmm. A famous ballet. I don't know ballets. I feel like everyone knows of this. It's an animal? Yeah. This, this blank is an animal. This blank ballet. Blank princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was this year you were born? 1994? 95. <laughs> Oops, you're not even alive for this. Mm-mm. You could have seen this, though. <laughs> Blank princess, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Parrot. I don't know. I give up. <laughs> I'm thinking birds. Nothing more graceful than a parrot. Okay. Anyway. All right. Moving along. In fun, well, I think fairy, but that's not real. No. In fur. Well, there's a fairy penguin. Anyway, and a fairy fly. <laughs> anyway, in Fern Gully, Robin Williams performs the blank rap, which also happens to be the first part of his character's name. The blank. Wait. Mm-hmm. What? In Ferngully, Fern I've never seen it. Performs, ugh, you have to. Performs the blank rap, which also happens to be the first part of his character's name, all, all type of animal. Blank rap, mm-hmm. crocodile. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my god, this is amazing. Okay. Also, uh, Ferngully is basically what um, that one Avatar is based off of. It's that in Pocahontas. It's very uh, Ferngully. You need to watch Ferngully. It's so good. Anyway, okay. All right. So now we, okay. So now are we doing as I've said? No. Yeah, as I've said before, are you doing what is this animal? What is this animal? Okay. It's all one Actually, line. no, let's go the other way. Okay, I, I feel like kidding. I might finish strong on that okay. by chance. Okay, you might, you might. All right, so as I've said before, what kind of animal adopted a narwhal into their group? Belugas. <laughs> what is the name of the hero rat who recently retired after sniffing out landmines? <laughs> I'm going to talk about him like three times. I know, and I can't <laughs> remember his damn name. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I want to say Geronimo, but I know that's wrong. Definitely not. I'm not going to count that as your answer. Uh. Oh, my gosh. You can do it. Why do I feel like it starts with a ka? Mm. How much time I got? I think you still have time. 446. Oh my gosh, why can I not remember his name? This is gonna be like the Jindo. I mean, you're gonna learn this. <laughs> Although you didn't learn Balto yet. So. Nope. <laughs> Apparently, there are a few animated movies I have to make you watch. Caspian, I give up. 
Like the caracal? <laughs> okay. Yes. Anyway, moving along. That was not right. Okay. I know. The San Francisco Airport Wag Brigade consists of dogs and what other kind of animal? I believe it was a pig. Correct. On what island were the chocolate frogs found? I discussed it last month. It was on an island. Mm-hmm. Was it? No. Is it also a country? <laughs> It, it, oh God, I should know that. I don't think it is. I think it's a part of a bigger, of a small continent. <laughs> Comparatively. Of a small continent. That is also a country. Yeah. <laughs> Tasmania. Close, but no. <sighs> All right. Which of these animals have not been added to our menagerie in my D&D game yet? A goat, a polar bear, a lynx, or dogs? I want to say goat. Oh, wait, no. Lynx or dog? I want to say lynx. Okay, that one was correct. I'll give it to you even though you said goat first. Whatever. <laughs> All right, here we go. What is that animal? Are we ready? Yes. The first one you have to get, okay? This is all the same language. Simba. Lion? Yes. <laughs> it's Swahili? Oh, yeah, Swahili. Also, you should know the <gasps> Tembo. Tembo. Uh, elephant. Yes, <laughs> she was named Tembo. All right. Oh, it's been a while since I've done my Swahili, so I hope I pronounced it right. Mbwa. What? Mbwa. Mbwa. M-B-W-A. Mbwa. Mbwa. Rhino? No. Damn. Kima. Kima. K-I-M-A. Serval? Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is also a different type of animal, but Paka. Paka. P-A-K-A. <laughs> Not a paka. Not a paka, though. <laughs> paka. Go with antelope. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of that. It did not go amazing, but you did okay. All right. We're going to go back through this because I was not marking as we went what you got right. So we're starting with our drinks. The spritz, I believe you got right. Yes. Okay. Good job. Um, I guess I'm just going to say which one. The Andalusian. That is a horse. Mm-hmm. I, as far as I know, there's no Andalusian drink. I guess <laughs> you can let me know if I'm wrong on that. But, How did um, it spell? Uh, <laughs> oh, I also spelled it wrong. A-N-D-A-L-U-S-I-A-N. I am unaware of there being a drink called an Andalusian. Spell again. A-N-D-A-L-U-S-I-A-N. A horse should pop up immediately. Yeah. Uh, so, nope. Okay. A blue lacy you got correct. That is a dog that is in Texas. That's not Andalusian. That's Andalusia. I know. It, Different. Because it's autocorrects and shit. Anyway. Um, all right. A blue lacy you got correct. A Moscow mule. Shocked. Absolutely shocked. Thought you'd get that one. Okay. Johnny Sounds Walker. like a breed of mule. Johnny Walker um, also shocked that you did not get that one. Both drinks. Okay. Mm. All right, so you have two right so far. Um, we'll go in the order you Do want. any of those have tequila in it? Um, I don't think either does. Johnny Walker, I think, is whiskey. No, that explains I it. I have to go look. I don't know. Tequila is my poison. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. All right, so the non-Disney animated films at the time of their release. Um, the name Donkey. of the character, of course, Donkey. Classic. Got that one. All right, what is the name? I cannot believe you did not get this. Did not get Balto. I told you what this one was at the time, so no Balto. Um, Okay, I don't know how. Have you seen an American Tale? No. 
What's it about? See, you have to see an American Tale and Fifo Goes West. They're like the best. America's They're what's so good. What's anyway, it? What's it about? It's like about immigrants coming to America, but they're mice. Oh. Anyway, that might give you a hint. The song is There Are No Cats in America and mm-hmm. the Streets Are Paved with Cheese. It's my favorite. I love uh, it. It's the catchiest ever. Uh, okay. No, you did not get that right though. Mm-hmm. What did you say, by the way? It Snake. Was, oh, okay. I want. In terms of predators, not bad choice. Okay, it's true to the mice. Okay. Um, all right, Casey. The Blank Princess released in 1994 is based off a famous ballet, The Swan Princess, based oh. off of Swan Lake, probably the second most famous ballet to The Nutcracker mm. by Tchaikovsky. Nutcracker. You don't know The Nutcracker? How have you escaped that? It's a Christmas all the time thing. Anyway, okay. I'm, I'm the bane against Christmas. I, I mean, want the holiday band. Uh, Too damn joyful. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So, the Swan Princess. All right. In Fern Gully, also haven't seen it. You need to see that. Tim Curry plays the bad guy. It's great. It's amazing. Anyway. um, And Fern Gully, Robin Williams performs the batty rap. He's a bat who escaped from a lab and tested on. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Um, His name, by the way, is Batty Coda, which I would not have remembered either. I just remember him as Batty. Mm -hmm. All right, then we go back to... Okay, you did not get that either. Um, I forgot what you said on that one, but it was definitely not a bat. Okay. I said crocodile. That's right, the crocodile rap. There's the crocodile rock. So That's, that's what I was thinking. That's what happened. Your Elton John confused uh, you. Okay. Uh, All right, what kind of animal adopted narwhal into their group? A blue whale. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the name of the hero rat who recently retired? Magawa. Magawa. I don't know if it's Magawa. I remember now because I kept on wanting to say Magawai. Yeah. Magawai. And you did get the San Francisco Airport Wag Brigade, consists of dogs and one of the kind of animal. There's one pig. Her name is Lilu. I follow her on Instagram. Anyway, um, on what I Let me just say something real quick as an important side. Okay. Instagram needs to stop being trying to be like TikTok. They always do that. All of the social media apps always do that. Yeah. It's really annoying. Because Instagram tried to be like, um, that one that I can't stand. Um, the one that disappears. Oh, my God. MySpace? No. Oh, Snapchat. No. Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, Snapchat. They tried to be like that, too, and I'm like, just stop. Okay, anyway. Um, Snapchat has its own purpose. <laughs> a very specific purpose. Yes. Snapchat kills my phone, though, so oh, I can't really? stand it. it. My battery dies so yeah. fast. And then Snapchat. Facebook tried to be like Instagram and have its stories and stuff, and it's like, a few of my friends do do that, and it's like, what are you doing? I never look at these. <laughs> Go put them on Instagram. Instagram (laughs) I'll look at them anywhere. Anyway, okay. On what island were the chocolate frogs found? Australia was the mainland, Mm -hmm. but uh, New Guinea. New Guinea. Okay. Papua New Guinea is its own country. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I think New Guinea is its own country. But anyway, it doesn't say Papua New Guinea. It just says New Guinea. Anyway, um, which of these animals, you got it in the end. I shouldn't give it to you, but you did get it. We have not required a lynx. Yeah. Um, all right, and then we go into the, what are these in English, right? Correct, mm-hmm. okay. You got lion, I was gonna judge you if you didn't. You got elephant. Mbwa is dog. Dog. Uh. Kima is monkey. And Paka is cat. I tried to make them pretty easy animals, but you know, anyway. <laughs> See, I thought it would be too easy to do like dog or cat. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make it easy because it's a different language and I was, Purposely not choosing Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, all right, let's see. I think it's going to be faster for me to count the ones you got wrong. Mm-hmm. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, a six, a seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Out of math. Uh, so you got eight right. 
Oh gosh, I have to do the money. I have to figure out the money, Casey. Oh God, okay. You got, we're gonna do math right now. This is fascinating podcast content. A hundred dollars plus 300 is $400. $500 plus another 300 is, where were we, five? $800? And then that would be a $500, oh God, where were we, eight? 1300 and then you got 1400 and then none of those, um, <laughs> and then 1500 uh, two, uh, $1,700, $1,700. I believe that is correct. We might have to double check yeah. that later, but I believe, Casey, you walked away with $1,700 in cash earnings, and I think the total is, what, $3,000? i am surprised. <laughs> I think the total is $3,000. That uh. math, how does that work? Five plus four is nine. Nope, this seems wrong. No, I think this is right. Five plus four is nine, plus three is 12. Where am I? Two, 14, yeah, 15 per category, so it's, oh, I can't do math. So it's um, $6,000 total. Does that make sense? Fifteen hundred per category, four categories. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you got seventeen hundred out of six thousand dollars. Not amazing. Yeah. But I do feel this was not that hard. Uh, that it's a month's rent. One. That. Yeah, it is. It is actually for some two bedrooms even. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but yeah. So good job. I'm shocked that you didn't know some of those drinks. I threw Moscow Mule in there as a joke, but okay. But you've been to bars, Casey. I get tequila. I know, but there are other things on the menu. I don't drink those things. Okay. You don't do beer either then, do you? I hate beer. I don't like beer either. But usually Moscow Mules are more in, like, those Mm. kinds of areas. Like, I have margaritas, sangria. Yeah, margarita is my favorite. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like the Margarita Tuesday, $2 Tuesday. (laughs) I love the girly stuff, actually, like the um, strawberry daiquiris. Oh, I love strawberry. This is basically a a smoothie. (laughs) And then strawberry margaritas, my favorite type Mm -hmm. of margarita. Ugh. So good, but tequila puts me to sleep, yeah. so I can only have like one. Oh, really? Two. Oh, I have two margaritas. I'm fun for a while, mm. and then I'm like, good night. <laughs> Anywho, but that's not. One of my friends, his goal is related. to have me drunk. Yeah. No, we need to do it. We have to get drunk and then record an episode or record something. Mm. Anywho, probably just try to read all the scientific names because we're great at that. We're explaining all of the things like what sexual dimorphism is and all of that, and it'll be great. It'll be so fantastic. Oh, it'll be like drunk history. Yeah. <laughs> But we're drunk science. <laughs> drunk ecology. <laughs> anyway. Let's modify some bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have to not have to drive after that, though, so that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll just do it as part of one of our, our um, field trips. Go up to Monterey, get a place to stay the night, do the aquarium, and then go do drunk ecology that night. Yes. Great. There we are. All right. Well... Thank you for joining us on episode 51. Is there anything special about 51? 51? If You're four years four. from being able to get senior discounts. I thought that was 65. Um, I, I don't know. I think some places it might be 55. One time I went to Denny's. My uncle wasn't a senior yet, but they gave him a senior discount. And that's like insulting, but also like, eh. <laughs> And then after that, he asked for it. Every time. Every time. That's amazing. They just gave it. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, thank you for joining us for episode 51. As always, we're your host, Allie. And Casey. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Animal Addicts Podcast.